Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 929. Is your favorite sport secretly killing you? Six Steps to Protecting Your Heart from Extreme Endurance Exercise, part two, by Army Leg with bengreenfieldfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Happy Thursday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday. Yesterday was episode 928. So I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first if you haven't already. And like I said yesterday, I know this post sounds like it's really only geared towards athletes, but that's not true. Anyone can learn from what I'm about to share. So with that, let's finish up Army's post as we optimize your life. Is your favorite sport secretly killing you? Six Steps to Protecting Your Heart from Extreme Endurance Exercise, Part 2, by Army Leg with bengreenfieldfitness.com. Step 3. Be patient. Endurance athletes are ambitious people. We like to go longer, faster, and harder, often sooner than we should. It's not uncommon for athletes to race a marathon or Ironman after a year or two of training. This probably isn't the best idea in terms of heart health, though. It takes years of consistent training to prepare your heart for something like an Ironman, half Ironman, or even a marathon. It takes time for your heart to adapt and grow larger, stronger, and more efficient. One study found that better trained athletes' hearts had a smaller rise in markers of heart stress after extreme exercise, although this isn't as widely published. Most studies have also found that the hearts of athletes who train more don't get as fatigued after exercise. That said, most recreational athletes may not be able to push themselves as hard or as long as more experienced ones, which might reduce the risks. If you're determined to start long races, like two or more hours long, in your first few years of training, try to finish rather than compete. Step four, be specific with your training. Your heart adapts specifically to the kind of exercise you do most. Similar sports tend to produce similar changes, but they're still slightly different. 
runners and cyclists often have much larger hearts than non-athletes, but there are still subtle differences in the thickness of heart walls and shape of the chambers. There hasn't been any research on whether or not an athlete with a swimmer's heart is more likely to suffer heart damage if they suddenly start running marathons. They probably aren't. That said, an athlete whose heart is well adapted to one sport is probably not fully prepared for the cardiovascular demands of another. If you want to do everything you can to minimize the chances that endurance exercise might damage your heart, train your heart for your sport. If you want your heart to be ready for a marathon, lifting weights won't cut it. You need to run. Step five, listen to your body. Endurance athletes are good at ignoring pain, fatigue, and discomfort. When it comes to the health of your heart, this isn't always good. If you ever experience any of the following symptoms during or after exercise, see a doctor as soon as possible. These are often signs of heart disease. These symptoms include chest pain, especially on the left side of the body, dyspnea, which means you have an inability to catch your breath, even at a moderate to low effort, unexplained nausea and or dizziness, and extreme fatigue or lethargy, despite being well-rested. These symptoms can be caused by things other than heart disease, so don't freak out if they happen to you. That said, it's best to see a doctor to be safe. Step six, get your heart tested. If you're really concerned about endurance exercise damaging your heart, it's a good idea to get a checkup or more thorough testing in some cases. There's still an ongoing debate about whether or not athletes should get a detailed series of heart tests before they start exercising, especially if they don't have any symptoms. Most experts think it's a good idea to get at least an electrocardiogram, ECG, and a basic exam if you can afford it. If you're over the age of 50, it may also be a good idea to get a coronary calcium scan to see how much, if any, plaque is in your arteries. Some data suggests that endurance athletes, specifically marathon runners, may have more coronary calcium than you normally expect for otherwise healthy athletes. None of these tests are 100% foolproof, and it's still possible to have heart problems despite excellent test results. It's also important to give your doctor a detailed medical history so they can help you decide how much exercise is safe for your heart. Summary, exercise sensible caution when it comes to cardio and your heart. There are real risks when it comes to endurance exercise in your heart. They're smaller than many people would have you believe, but they do exist. If you've been adhering to these tips, the chances that your training may damage your heart or has damaged your heart are slim. There aren't nearly enough studies to say definitively how likely it is that endurance exercise might damage your heart or how to reduce these risks. Luckily, there's enough research to develop a few educated guesses on how you can keep cardio from damaging your heart. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Is Your Favorite Sport Secretly Killing You? Six Steps to Protecting Your Heart from Extreme Endurance Exercise by Army Leg with bengreenfieldfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show 
will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Now, I hope by reading this, this doesn't discourage you from doing endurance exercise or from working out today because now you're scared your heart's gonna stop. It's very, very unlikely that that would happen. Instead, the key takeaways from parts one and two of this post are to, one, pay attention to your body. First, there's always that disclaimer that before you start any exercise program, please get seen by your doctor first. And that's great advice and I highly recommend you do that. That's one of the best things you can do, in fact, to prevent any damage to your heart. Something you can actually do right now to see if your body is ready for physical activity is check out the PAR-Q or PAR-Q questionnaire. You can find a copy of this online, fill it out, and bring it to your doctor's appointment. The next thing is simply listen to your body, but you have to listen honestly. And what I mean by that, instead, you really have to listen to your muscles, listen to your body. Don't let your brain tell you that you're too tired. Instead, is your body, are your muscles telling you you're too tired? If that's the case, probably not a good day to go out and do some endurance training or even some high-intensity interval training. Instead, it may be a day to just take a 10 or 20-minute walk, do some stretches, and then you're done. I'll give you an example. My personal experience over the past three days, I was working out really hard. I felt great, so I thought, hey, my body's telling me I'm good to go. But today was a completely different story. In fact, my brain was saying, let's get in a workout. But my body was saying, heck no. How did I realize that my body was telling me, heck no, it ain't happening? Well, it happened when I was just bending down to check the tread on my tires, which I do every month. And as I was bending down and got down on my knees to check the tread, everything hurt. You should have seen how long it took me to stand up. That was my body telling me, you're not working out today. So instead, I took a walk. Oh, and something I need to mention, if you perform any kind of endurance exercise or even high-intensity interval training for a short period of time, please hydrate afterwards. That will help protect your kidneys as well. No need to overdo it. As I always say, there's no need for water toxicity, but just be sure to pay extra attention after those kinds of workouts to make sure you're adequately hydrating. And again, that will protect your kidneys. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber of the show. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.